0: I'm keeping an eye on the situation in uh, Virginia. Two states have gubernatorial races, uh, Virginia and New Jersey, and they are the only two this fall. Next year, next fall, there's going to be a whole bunch, and there will also be uh, midterm congressional races. Every congressman is up for reelection election and, and a third of the Senate. So we have a year until the real heavy lifting happens, but um, this next couple of weeks is vital. And if a Republican could gain control of the state house again in Virginia, it has it's been a while since uh, we've had that that office, the Democrats kind of locked in on it. That would be a great thing. And I think there's a chance Terry McAuliffe, the guy who is running the Republican, used to be governor. He's back because he's power hungry and he's crazy and he's not a good person, in my opinion. And he has enlisted some of the biggest names in the party. Now, he's running to be the governor of Virginia. He's not running to be president. He's not running to be vice president. He wants to be the governor of Virginia. So he's got former President Obama. He's got current President Biden. He's got First Lady Jill Biden. All these people are going to be campaigning for him. He also has enlisted one of the people I think is the most dishonest, distrustful Democrats in the country. And that's saying something. That's Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams is the woman who ran to be governor of Georgia a few years ago and lost. And she's never conceded. She's always claiming there's something hinky with that election. Now, she's allowed to point fingers and raise doubts about the georgia election that she lost and won't concede but if anybody on the right points a finger at an election and says hey we need to look into this they're they're uh bad people they're election deniers they hate america no Stacey abrams is doing the exact same thing so many republicans have done since the 2020 election but she's allowed to question it mostly because she's a democrat she also happens to be a black female, so she's given a free pass. Uh, Stacey Abrams was on the campaign trail for Terry McAuliffe this past weekend, and um, she's telling lies about the election process and the one she was involved in. I come from a state where I was not entitled to become the governor. That's a lie. She was completely able to become the governor. She wanted to be entitled to be governor. That's a, I think that was a Freudian slip. She said she was not entitled to become the governor. You get to be the governor when you get enough votes and you win an election, Miss Abrams. And then when you don't, that means you lost. But go ahead, Let's let's have her continue again with this. Come from a state where I was not entitled to become the governor. Wrong. But as an American citizen and a citizen of Georgia, I'm going to fight for every person who has the right to vote to be able to cast that vote. And here in Virginia, you need to cast that vote for Terry McAuliffe. Yeah, she wants everybody to vote for Terry McAuliffe. He's not a good guy. He's a guy who also two weeks ago said parents should not have a say in what their kids are learning in school. He is desperately trying to crush the videos that are playing of him saying that. He's putting out all these new videos saying, well, I'm the education candidate. My wife and I have always believed that it was about education. No, you haven't been. You're a dyed in the wool leftist Democrat who believes government needs more control over our lives and the lives of the children of this country. It's a very dangerous thing, in my opinion. And then there is the vice president, Kamala Harris, who made a video, the White House actually supervised this, made a video that has been played in churches in Virginia. This is a program called Souls to the Polls. It's a very clever title, isn't it? Souls to the Polls. It's a program intent on getting more voters, mostly in black churches, to go to the polling place and and vote. Now, I'm all for voting. I want everybody who's eligible to vote, to vote. Everyone that is eligible should be voting. It's one of the greatest obligations we have, and we should make sure we exercise it every chance we get. So, with that said, going into churches and campaigning is kind of against the rules, and the Ethics Committee has said, Kamala Harris and this video being played in churches is a problem, and yet it will continue. I don't think anyone's ordered anybody to stop it. Here's the first part of Kamala's message to people. It's being, again, played in churches. When I was growing up, we sang in the choir at Oakland's 23rd Avenue Church of God. We were taught that it was our sacred responsibility to raise our voice and lift up the voices of our community. Virginians, you have the opportunity now to raise your voice through your vote because it's election time. I believe that my friend Terry McAuliffe is the leader Virginia needs at this moment. So here's a Democrat in a church, it's a nonprofit, protected nonprofit campaigning. It seems to be a little bit of a violation of what the Democrats always holler about. Church and state have to be separated. There is no uh, statement in the Constitution that says there is a separation of church and state. It is just that there may be no established religion that the government sets up. The Democrats, however, seem to be a religion. Just saying. Kamala's uh, video message to the faithful again the second part. Early voting has already started, and this is the first year that you can vote on Sundays. So please vote after today's service. And if you cannot vote today, make a plan to go vote. Go to IWillVote.com. So she's giving out a website. She's endorsing Terry McAuliffe. She's doing it on a video that is played in the churches in Virginia. This certainly appears to be A massive ethics violation. Just throwing it out there. But there's no accountability in this administration. And some might say no accountability in Washington, D.C. Maybe, maybe not. We have just heard overnight that the uh, State Department has opened investigations into the Afghanistan withdrawal. Now, if they find something, will someone be... Punished? Will someone be fired? And how high up will that go? Because we were told by the president that he was advised on what to do in Afghanistan by his generals, and he contradicted their advice and went another direction. If so, does he bear the responsibility? Ultimately, he does as Commander-in-Chief. He is the man who carries the weight of all the failures that have happened. And when I say failure, sadly, I'm referring to the 13 souls we lost because of a suicide bomber at the Kabul airport, because we didn't hold on to Bagram. And I'm also referring to the 10 souls that we killed, the 10 people we droned, seven of which were children who died senselessly because this administration was rushing to get some kind of reaction after the disaster of the 13 military members who were killed. You notice how nobody talks about this. It's still fresh in the minds of the families and everyone who is, uh, I guess, a, a true patriotic American. But this administration is trying to wash this away as quickly as possible. The stain of what happened in Afghanistan is going to haunt us for a long, long time, no matter what this administration attempts to do. We're not gonna let it be forgotten.